Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. My name is Mike. I'll be your guide and uh, host and facilitator here for the next two hours of the program. Hey, before we get started, let me uh, let me introduce my fellow patriots, my fellow patriots in the room with me today. On my right, my right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate, approve memos, lead a workshop, remember birthdays. Ah, good to be back. Busy in here. Busy in here. Yeah, yeah. Lots, lots of stuff going on, including uh, leaving stuff downstairs in the vehicles uh-huh, and having to run uh-huh. back and forth and get them three or four times. So that's uh, that was me, by the way. That was not, uh, well, I was going to say it was not you, Earl, but I think you said you did leave one thing in your vehicle. <laughs> Kevin, on the other hand, he had his Sherpa bring everything in for him, so uh-huh, it worked out uh-huh. well. So he's uh, he's got that going on for him. Uh, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about the intro? Intro? Talk? talk go ahead. Intro? Okay. On my left, guarding the door. The legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, the Sherpa using Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And he's a gun bearer. Gun bearer. Not a yeah, Sherpa. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yep. You're, think, this, he's from the, you're on the wrong continent. Wrong continent. There we go. There we go. That's, uh, so that would make you Gunga Din? Is that? Well, I'm carrying a lot of water for you, buddy. I'm carrying a lot of water for you. <laughs> you want to start Gunga Din jokes? I'm Gunga Din, you silly. Uh, Kevin, we had a uh, we had a conversation a few moments ago. We were going over some uh, some show planning, and you have uh, you have something that came up in the past couple of days that uh, we want to uh, we want to get out there, get in front of, uh, not let it fester, not let it uh, go bad. I'm going to call this a uh, a PSA. A PSA. This is going to be a public service announcement. Oh, I thought okay. it was the test you got for you know the no that's older, that's the, the that's a, test, no that's the, a, <laughs> it's the same letters, different test. Different, different. Okay, okay. My, same um, result maybe. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you don't follow this advice, yeah, yeah could be you, can, you can get the same kind of uh, affirmative notice from your doctor. <laughs> um, folks, I have said on this show on many occasions. Three or four at least, yeah. A few, well, that would, a few here and there. Between three and seven is many. <laughs> um, don't talk to the police when you are the subject of their investigation. If they think you've done something wrong, whether you have or not, it is un it is extremely expensive for you to make the mistake of giving a statement to law enforcement without the advice of counsel. I tried to explain that to someone the other day who who is not a client, and they said it sounds like you're charging someone extra because they're stupid. 
I'm not doing that. It's not a tax because you didn't listen. It is, it is a more simple equation of the amount of effort that has to be employed by the attorney to solve the problem. Well, sure, yeah. I mean, listen, if, if all you have to deal with is the police say, I did this, that's, that's, that's one factor. But if you have to deal with the police say, I did this, but then I told them I did this and this, well, you have more to deal with. You have, you have more paper to review, uh, it, more, it, more, more it, things to read. This, this, is the way, this is the way I described it to the person I was speaking to. Imagine that you hired me to dig a ditch, and the ditch is across your property, and it's made of loose sand. And I'm going to go out there, and in a single day, I will dig the ditch over the distance you want the ditch dug. Loose sand, something easy to dig in. Right. It's okay. it's not. It's like digging at the beach. Okay. 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 And while I'm gone getting my shovel, I come back, and you've poured four feet thick concrete pad across the entire length of where you want the ditch dug. Well, that's what you do when you give a statement to law enforcement without the advice of counsel. You make the ground that I have to work with that much harder to work with because now I have to be able to overcome what you may have said without realizing the way it was going to be taken. And you and I talk about this, Mike and Earl and I talk about this. There's a scene in My Cousin Vinny. And in a scene in My Cousin Vinny, Ralph Macchio was being interviewed by law enforcement, and the law enforcement officer asks him, why did you shoot the clerk? And Ralph Macchio answers, but there are many nuances that go into speaking to someone in the English language. Cadence, modulation, tone, expressions in the way that you end a sentence, start a sentence. Yeah, the, the physical appearance. The, how they're, the, how they're, the, look the on face, their face. Right, yeah. right. For example, if you tie Mike's hands behind him, he can't talk. That'll he, shut okay. him up. <laughs> okay. Um, all of those about. nuances, those right. inflections in your tone of voice are things that make a difference in what you're communicating. Ralph Macchio's answer was... I shot the clerk. I shot the clerk. I shot the clerk. Now, those inflections make it sound like a statement of incredulousness, can't believe it, or a question. But when you write it down, it's just a confession. I shot the clerk. Then he stated, I shot the clerk three times. (laughs) Okay, yeah, technically true, but you get what Kevin's saying. Uh, And now listen, first off, I want to step back just, just for a moment. You're not saying um, we're, we're never going to talk to the police. No, we're and going I'm not to lie saying, to the police. Uh, no, there's there's a time and there's a place. And listen, we we talk about it, and we're going to talk about it later today with uh, with Major Bill with when law enforcement law enforcement are given time because it's well, stressful. Most it's, places, yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're going to be talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, but the you want to you want to have that opportunity to you know you say to the police, listen, I I, I fully uh, I fully want uh, I'm going to participate in this activity. I just uh, I've never done this before, and I'm a little nervous. I'm, I'd like to have my lawyer here. That's for, it. Well, uh, for example, I've said this in the in the what happens 15 minutes post defense, right. self-defense shooting. You call law enforcement. You say you'll press charges. You show them where any physical evidence is. You tell them you want to be cleared by medical, and you want the opportunity to speak to your attorney before you give a statement. Right. And Invoke me, your right to counsel. And let me, After you've said the things you have to say. Right. And let me say this because Kevin Kevin can't say it or, or or won't say it. Not talking about you just committed an armed robbery at a bank and you come outside and the police grab you and you say, nope, want my attorney. That's your right. 
and everybody says you have that right. Everybody understands you have the right. That's your constitutional rights. And this is the part Kevin can't say. Kevin wants to see the bad guy go to jail too, just not his client, because he's paid to be a good advocate. And you want a good advocate to use every avenue possible to defend you. And that number one thing is don't talk to the police. Mm-hmm. And that's, again, whether you're the bad guy or you're the victim standing there and the police say, we'd like to talk to you. So, um, hey, listen, we got a great program coming up for you today. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably touch on this a little bit more. This this is relates to a few of our stories. We've got to, we're going to talk to Major Bill about uh, a couple law enforcement issues involving police, uh, uh, the, the amount of time they have to give a statement after they are involved in a deadly force situation. We have uh, some Wisconsin law updates that we're going to get to. And then we got Colonel Colonel Allen West going to be on a program with this next segment here. He's he's coming in, so you know we, we may have a little more, we may have a little less. It depends on how long the Colonel's available for. So uh, so you know, I, I know I'm looking forward to him, and I'll, I'll probably I'll, as I'll, always. Well, you, you know, it's you always hog the Colonel. Yeah, I, he's, he's going to say he's we're my, not going to get our mic hey, turned on. You get you get Chris from uh, uh, from from writing his books. I do. Yeah, yeah, the angry American. Yeah, yeah. The angry so, American. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so stick around. we got Colonel West stick, uh, up with this next segment. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com 
That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Gun Tech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call. 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Next Level Training. Check out Next Level Training and the CERT SIRT training pistol at nextleveltraining.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, on the line with us, we have uh, one of our favorite guests. We have uh, retired Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, former congressman from Florida's 22nd District. Uh, welcome back to the program, Colonel. Good to be with you, Mike, as always. Army strong. Army strong. Sir, uh, I wanted to jump right into it. I know your time is valuable. We've got a, a bunch of topics we haven't seen mm-hmm. yet, I don't think, since the NRA show, so we wanted to catch up with you here. Yeah. Where to start? Where to start today? Uh, let, let's talk about statues and, yeah. and your opinion on what's what's going on with destruction of our history. Well, that's the thing. You know, history is not there for you to hate or love. It's there for you to learn from so that you don't make uh, the same mistakes or you learn from the lessons of history uh, to ensure that you continue on on a, a better path. But what I see happening right now is a complete distraction and, you know, this progressive socialist left movement to redefine history and to tell us what is acceptable history. You know, it was just a year ago, all these statues were there and they weren't offending anyone. They weren't causing anyone any uh, angst or triggering uh, anyone. And what I see happening now is just a huge distraction uh, by the, the left and supported by the liberal progressive media. And it is not just these, you know, quote-unquote Confederate uh, war memorials and statues. I mean, we see, you know, certain uh, instances where Abraham Lincoln's bus in Chicago was, was torched. We now see that the discussion is about our founding fathers, you know, such as George Washington and Thomas Jefferson. 
I've even read where there are the removal of uh, Catholic symbols. I mean, the uh, mother of the Virgin Mary and also uh, little baby Jesus from a Catholic school because people not wanting to offend and alienate others. So what is this? what is this end? And that's my real question. And so I just see the the left, you know, being focused on, you know, them determining what they think is the history that we should have. And and truthfully, you know, when you talk about white supremacy and, and racism and all of these things, then why does the Democrat Party and the left fight so hard for Planned Parenthood? Because it was started by a white supremacists and a racist. We came to find out that Nancy Pelosi's father uh, took part in the dedication of uh, two statues, one Robert E. Lee and the other one uh, St- Thomas Stonewall Jackson in Maryland. Has she denounced her own dad as a white supremacist and a racist? So the hypocrisy is laughable. Yeah, and, and that's exactly what we see is the hypocrisy of it. You know, and the, the uneducated hypocrisy, like, like you said, I, I saw yesterday, two days ago, whenever it was, they took the head off uh, Colonel Crawford's statue up in Crawford County up north there because they thought he was a Civil War hero and it was a Revolutionary War hero. But, uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, just, just uh, well, it knows no bounds. That's yeah. And that's the problem, Mike, is that if you look into our you know, middle schools and also our high schools, you know, a lot of them have a curriculum. They don't teach history prior to 1870. So these kids have no clue, you know, what what happened in the United States of America. They have no understanding about the Revolution. Well, they don't even talk about the War of 1812 or, or the Mexican War, which many of these Confederate generals were West Point graduates, and they, and they fought for this country in the Mexican Wars. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, they no understanding of history, no, no concept of what it was. It's a civil war, mm-hmm. so it must mean slavery, so it's bad, and you're a racist. Yeah. You know, that's that's where you end up with them. That's it. You know, just just to stay on the the topic, America's toughest sheriff got pardoned last week, and, mm-hmm. and, and there's more outrage because he's he's a, evidently not America's toughest sheriff. He's America's biggest racist, according to the the opposition here. Well, again, you know, because of the fact that he stood up for the rule of law, which is to protect the sovereignty of the United States of America against illegal immigrants, and especially criminal illegal immigrants, he is, you know, persona non grata and public enemy number one. You know, a sheriff is supposed to uphold the law. But when I look here in Texas and we have a couple of sheriffs by the name of uh, Lupe Valdez, who is here in Dallas County, and uh, Sally Hernandez, who is down in Travis County around Austin, Texas. You know, these are, you know, public officials, law enforcement officers, elected sheriffs, who said that they're not going to, you know, work with the federal government to uphold our immigration law, that, you know, they're going to support sanctuary city status. And any of these sheriffs that are doing that, they're violating their oath to, to you know, protect the uh, American people and to, you know, maintain a, a semblance and, and uphold the, the, the law, the rule of law. So I find it very interesting that the left will demonize someone like a Sheriff Joe Alpeo, but yet when President uh, Obama released a domestic terrorist, the leader of a domestic terrorist organization, the FALN, Oscar Lopez Rivera, no one said anything about that. Or the you know thousands of criminals that he pardoned and released, no one said anything about that. Or the fact that you know Bradley Manning, someone who without a doubt is a, is a traitor, committed a treasonous act. In, in a combat zone by, you know, releasing and supplying over 700,000 pieces of classified information. Obama commutes that sentence. Nobody says anything about that. So, again, it's this hypocrisy that is just, that's truly deplorable. Uh, and I guess we're just supposed to go along with it. The bottom line is 
If you do not agree with the left's ideological agenda, you are either a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, an Islamophobe, a misogynist, a xenophobe, whatever they can come up with today, which is the fashionable name to, to call you, or deplorable. Yeah, absolutely. Now, the two-story statues, obviously, we're talking about the left, and, and with Sheriff Joe Arpaio, we're, we're talking about the left being being against. Do you see a solve to this? I mean, this just seems like before the election, we had to worry about you know right versus left, but everything would come together. Obviously, we were all told everything would come together if Hillary was elected. Obviously, when that didn't happen, we, we end up, and it seems every day, I don't know if it's getting more aggressive, more violent. What's the solve for this? Is there a light at the end of this tunnel? How do, how do we, on the other side, who are sitting here going, enough is enough, how do we make this end? Well, I think it's so important that you elect those right type of representatives who are going to stand up strongly and, and push back against this. When we see these black-clad mass individuals calling themselves Antifa uh, out there, you know, you know, attacking people for their free speech rights, and nobody on the left wants to condemn them or uh, denigrate them or separate themselves from, from them, they call it the resistance movement, then I think it's an important decision point for the American people. You know, if you remember back in the uh, the debates, uh, Hillary Clinton talked about how, you know, Donald Trump would not accept the results of the election and everything, because in her mind it was a foregone conclusion that she would win. Uh, and look at how it has turned out. It, it appears that it's the left who is not accepting, you know, what the results of that election uh, were back in November of 2016. And they are resorting to what, you know, the the dictatorial, totalitarian, uh, socialist movement always does, coercion, intimidation, and violence in order to advance their ideas. And that's what we see happening here. And don't you find it funny when you look at Venezuela and when Hugo Chavez came to power, you had all those leftists going down there, Sean Penn, Oliver Stone, Harry Belafonte, uh, you know, all these people talking (laughs) highly of him. But now you don't hear anyone from the left talking about the violence and what they see happening in Venezuela now because they're comfortable with that. They, they, you know, their form of violence is acceptable because it is about imposing their will and their ideological agenda on others. If you don't accept who they are and what they are, then they only have other these recourses. They have to coerce you into it, they have to intimidate you, or they have to use violence. And they've been doing it, and, and that's what we've seen. And this Antifa group, whatever they are, this is this is just anarchist. This is this yeah. is this is trying to overthrow anything that's there, any organization, any government body. Although they seem to have plenty of government bodies now that will fly their flag for them uh, in celebration of, of them, which is which is also just uncomprehensible. <laughs> it, it is unconscionable because this is a domestic terrorist organization. The fact that we have people taken to the streets in the United States of America, clad in black with with their face faces covered and attacking Americans, you know, this this group needs to be banned. This group needs to be designated as a terrorist organization. And we need to find the funding, George Soros, and we need to cut that funding off, and we need to hold those providing that funding responsible for it as well. So, again, when you say how does this end, what, what, what is supposed to happen, you need to have those representatives that go up there and take that stance. Uh, because they're they're just not doing it. I, I mean, when what happened in Charlotte occurred, you know, you saw the left and all these Democrats come out and demanding Republicans, you know, denounce all of this violence and denounce this. But you never heard the Republicans hammering the left about, you know, when their colleagues were shot at that baseball game 
Uh, I, I mean, you know, I remember Chuck Schumer's interview. Well, there's, there's, you know, rhetoric on both sides. They never take responsibility for who they are, what they stand for, what they are promoting, especially when you have the former attorney general saying that she stands with the resistance. You oh, have Hillary yeah, Clinton, absolutely. you know, saying, and Obama inviting BLM into the White House. Yep. So we're up, uh, up against the break. You hang out with us one more segment? Sure, sir. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studio. Stick around. We'll be back with Colonel Allen West. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey, everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Kevin. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. Joining us again back on the line, he was uh, kind enough to hold over on the break, is Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, retired uh, U.S. Army and former congressman from Florida's 22nd District and currently NRA board member. Sir, how, how much longer on the board do you have there? Well, I have till uh, 2019, I believe, yes. 2019, outstanding. Did you... Uh, I know we talked at the NRA conference, and uh, we mm-hmm. we got cut short there. Your, your, your project working with the working with the inner cities and educating uh, the the children and the youth down there in the inner cities about gun laws and gun rights. How how's that coming along for you? 
Well, you know, one of the things that uh, that's something that we continue to talk about, especially in the outreach committee, we had some good success uh, with that in Atlanta. And I think it was a great thing to have the NRA convention in Atlanta. And we're going to have it here in Dallas next year. And uh, hopefully I'll get to see you there again. But I think that it is important that the NRA convention goes into these major urban centers, and it has to make the connection with the minority communities. Because what you see happening is the left is attacking and demonizing the National Rifle Association. As a matter of fact, you know, again, you hear the left, you know, this is a, a racist organization. It's just, you know, a, a white male supremacist organization. And that was in a letter that someone wrote, and they posted all over the University of Colorado, Colorado Springs, and they were attacking veterans, saying that veterans should not be allowed to to be on uh, four-year colleges and, and universities because they are mostly members of white supremacist groups. And one of the groups, of course, they named was the NRA. So we've got to break down these, you know, horrible stereotypes that they're trying to put out there, and understand that the Second Amendment is is an enshrined constitutional right. And I find it so interesting that the left always talk about all these other rights. You know, you have a right to own a home. You have a right to health care. You have a right to free education. But the right that's enshrined in our Constitution, they seek to deny that from Americans. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. These are uh, enumerated rights in the Constitution, yet uh, they're, they're not the rights that they choose to uh, let the rest of us have. Now, we know that they have they exercise the Second Amendment right with their personal security staff and their and their own uh, their own individual they they ownership we we know that from uh, miss pelosi she has firearms but uh, she doesn't believe anybody else should have them mm-hmm. uh, yeah you're absolutely right it's do as i say not as i do yeah yeah ab- absolutely right uh, you, you you mentioned veterans there i've, I've seen a a, a trend over the last uh, perhaps its month, I've seen a couple of different things besides the article posted up in Colorado uh, that uh, even employers are now are warning against hiring veterans because of their, uh, you know, the the alleged uh, PTSD. They're unable to deal with work there, uh, and 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 then of, then of course with that we're 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 all white supremacists uh, or we're just supremacist and racist. You know, this is why I've always been concerned about this blanket PTSD, uh, you know, castigation, because I just always felt that it was a way that the left would use it to deny veterans their rights or to say that veterans are this, this, you know, society or this group of people with this mental condition that they cannot be part of the, the mainstream of, of America. You know, there's a recent commercial out by Starbucks. It's, you know, they're talking, you know, employees with veterans that work for Starbucks. And, you know, they're asking all these strange and weird questions. I, I find it a very offensive uh, commercial where you have someone sitting down with a person that used to be in the Army. And they're saying, well, have you ever killed anyone? I mean, how do you feel about that? You know, that's not what you should be asking our veterans in a, in a work setting. What you should be saying is, man, I just want to thank you for being willing to stand up and defend my freedoms and my rights. And it's an honor to be here working side by side with you. But again, you see Starbucks in this commercial trying to create this chasm between civilians and those who go out and, and you know, the true one percenters, Mike, right. they go right. out and make sure that we have these freedoms and liberties. Uh, speaking of those one percenters, I'll even go a smaller percentage than that. Uh, if you saw uh, Staff Sergeant Sal Gunta retired uh, now, 
went mm-hmm. back went back and he won the for those that are not familiar with the name he was awarded the congressional medal of honor for action in afghanistan he was with the 173rd airborne brigade out of vincenza italy he recently mm-hmm. was in vincenza italy for their for their uh, their history day they they do their they do their celebrations they do their pass and reviews and he went there as one of the honored guests with everybody from the 173rd from the past 70 years and at the end of the ceremony he stood up there with the sergeant major and presented the sergeant major the congressional medal of honor around his neck and said this deserves to be with the men of this brigade because the men of this brigade earned this medal well that's the selfless service of who we are and that's just a reflection of what Sal Junta uh, did in that moment and you know my first tour of duty was Vicenza Italy that was back when it was just an airborne battalion combat team and it's just a sense of pride to, to see that they brought back the herd you know the 173rd because of this incredible story history that they have but but that's what people don't understand about the military I recently you know had someone ask me why is it that you guys do what you do and I said you know because we put service above self you know, we're not out there for our own elevation. We're not out there to earn, you know, a bunch of ribbons and medals on our chest. And, and we really don't like to talk about it because what we see is that we're just doing what we're supposed to do. We're doing what, you know, our job is. We're doing what we have been called to do. And we don't like, you know, to be highly elevated or what have you. So when you saw what Sal did, Staff Sergeant Gunther did, you know, that's something special. And so now, just imagine, you know, young kids that want to grow up and be a part of 173rd Airborne Brigade because they know that they are part of a unit that, you know, they have a Medal of Honor recipient. And, and, and that is, is, is what makes us, you know, truly a strong army. And that's what makes us truly a strong military. It's not about the individual. It's about what we are able to do as a team. Yeah, absolutely. Just... To give you that idea, that small percentage, folks, for those listen, where the colonel said 1%, and now this Medal of Honor recipient was the first one to receive a Medal of Honor, uh, to, to live, to be awarded one uh, for his actions since the Vietnam War. So that's how long it's been uh, since that happened. So that that's truly a, a tiny, tiny percentage of the millions of servicemen that have served since uh, the end of Vietnam War. Uh, uh, Colonel, uh, I, I hate to end it on a, on a down note. I wanted to t- get your opinion one more time on the NFL because the commissioner there has just come out with some more idiotic comments. Well, look, the bottom line again is this. You know, everyone's talking about Kaepernick, Kaepernick, whatever his name is. You know, their actions, I mean, your actions have consequences. And, you know, no one has to give you a job as a quarterback. If people believe that this is an individual that's not as, not going to bring anything positive to our organization, to our team, they don't have to hire you. And so what the left needs to do is go ahead and ask George Soros to write you know, young Colin a check, and he can be you know the executive director of some new <laughs> you know, crazy left-wing group. Maybe he can be the, the head of Antifa, or he can be the head of Black Lives Matter. And just let, you know, Kaepernick go all over the country, sit down, kneeling at the National Anthem, whatever. But this is what gets me, is that I remember when the Dallas Cowboys wanted to have a decal on their helmet to remember and honor the five law enforcement officers that were killed here last year. The NFL said no. Okay, that that's something that, you know, the owner, Jerry Jones, and a lot of people right here have not forgotten. So I think that the NFL needs to understand that, you know, players play at the behest of the organization. 
And really, they need to understand who their fan base is. And young Colin Kaepernick has to realize that, yep, you got that freedom of expression right. You got that freedom of speech right. And you know what? So do a whole lot of other people. And and those are the consequences. Yeah, there are a couple owners out there. I hate to you know denigrate the entire NFL, but that's that's how the the boycott works. I wish I could support the, the the Cowboys, and I do as much as I can. I know Jerry Jones has come out and said, if you don't stand on my team, you're not on my team. Uh, so there's there's there are a few out there that are standing up for it, and they're fighting the fight, and we support those that do support the fight. Uh, uh, Colonel, we're up. Uh, that's about it. We're coming up on the end here. It's it's AllenBWest.com. Uh, is there any place else we should be uh, we should be watching and, and listening? Well. Every now and then, you know, I'm, I'm a Fox News contributor, so mainly on Fox Business News. And then also, uh, townhall.com, I'm a weekly columnist there. But allenbwest.com is where you can find me every day. allenbwest.com and townhall.com. Colonel, we appreciate you joining us on the program. Uh, it, it, it's always a joy. Uh, and, and like you said, we'll be at uh, NRA next year with you. Hopefully we'll see you then. And uh, maybe we'll run into you before then, sir. Uh, but again, it's been a pleasure having you on and uh, strength and honor, sir. You got it. Stay fast and long. Take care, Mike. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Keltech PMR 30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, 
When customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, you know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, this is the Hometown Heroes Alliance segment of the program. They are dedicated to helping the injured, hurt, and wounded heroes and the families of fallen heroes through adventures, compassion, and care. Check them out and get involved. Make a donation today at Hometown heroesalliance.org that's hometown heroes alliance.org uh, hey uh, i want to think is this thing on hey listen listen can, can you hear me it's i can hear you fault. now okay it's not my yeah. fault uh-huh. when the colonel and i get talking yeah. you guys just tune yeah. out and decide yeah. to go for a walk yeah, uh-huh. yeah. We, this is this is the definition of tune out cut off their microphones uh-huh. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- yeah. I think he's yeah. you know he's paying off our producer yeah to... paying off no no you saw him in there <laughs> yeah saw him in there it wasn't it, it wasn't a bag of money <laughs> I, I, I do want to apologize I, it did to look our, like a latte though uh, I do want to apologize to our friend Chris the uh, the author of angry American a American uh, I, I drew a blank trying to remember your your nom de plume nom your, de your, 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 he uh, said his pen name I went no no no, no your pen it's name French uh, you know anytime anytime Chris is on and that's his first name Chris tells everybody his first name when he's on the air uh, anytime he's here I we know him as Chris he's Chris yeah, yeah. so when it, when it when it was time to have a comparison of I get to talk to Alan West, and Kevin gets to talk to Chris. I could not remember Chris's Chris's uh, author's name, his pen name. So, it's, well, apologize it, to Chris Angry American is more of a title. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, yeah. Than the, than yeah, it it's, it's nice because when he puts it on a book, it's a period American. A I'm a American, but then he says, "What's the A stand for?" Angry. 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 Well, it's angry. more like angry. 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 Has a unique spelling to yes. his anger. Yeah, it's angry. Angry. Yeah. 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 And yeah. he's gonna. And sometimes I think he's angrier. It's <laughs> better than angrierest, I guess, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not a Bush guy. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, Earl, uh, I know I saw yes. some some uh, some laughter and some uh, some giggles and some uh, jumping up and down and some joy going on <laughs> in the uh, in the old yeah. gun store this week. <laughs> um, we got a, there's a new product that's uh, that's hit the old uh, hit the old shelves this yes, week. Yes. Yes. Glock has unveiled their Generation Five. Gen five. Now mm-hmm. I think we we talked about this six eight months ago. Uh, it was not officially the Gen five. It was the FBI model. I think is what it was. Seventeen. Yeah, the M. Okay. Mm-hmm. And yep. and it was our belief that there were so many changes in that that they were going to have to create a new gen. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is based off of the seventeen M, which is, was the 
I'm going to simply call it the FBI model and right. probably the submission for the uh, military contract. Oh, that's true. You know, I didn't even think about that. Maybe that was the submission for the military one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, wouldn't mm-hmm. even, I didn't even think about that. Because, yep. you know, the Army decided they didn't want to see a finished product at that point. <laughs> and look what it's doing for them now with the old mm-hmm. SIG 320 selection. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I did see a follow-up article on that on SIG real, real quickly that they uh, they finally pretty much come clean and admitted Okay, yeah, we need to work on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a so, voluntary so, upgrade program. Yeah, so they're uh-huh. gonna, they're gonna, it'll be the Sig 320 with the Glock trigger again. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Caston's just sitting there going, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's why we didn't patent anti-lock brakes for that same reason, <laughs> so that you don't kill yourselves. Yeah. So, so tell us what's new. What's what's different about the Glock 5 than all the other generations? There's a lot, and then there's also not much. Well, thank you for being specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, let's cover the not much. Yeah, yeah. They, they've they've changed like uh, thirty-five different parts have changed. Right. Uh, uh, most of that is under the hood. The big things that you can see on the outside, they've rounded the muzzle end of the slide. They've gave it a little bevel on it. Yeah. Uh, they yep. say it's enhancement for uh, insertion and withdrawal out of a holster. Uh, my biggest thing, I think it gives it a good cosmetic look. It it's, does, and I could see the. Maybe in, you know, if you're going to mm-hmm. a hard kydex or something like that, maybe a little bit easier to find, doesn't get caught on a lip, but right. coming out? Yeah. I, I don't that, really worry about uh, I don't yeah. worry about whether it's uh, blocky or not when I'm trying to draw it because yeah, exactly. at that kind of speed, yeah. yeah, you know, corners don't matter. Mm-hmm. That's right. I'm gleaming the cube, baby. <laughs> gleaming the cube. So we got that. Then they uh, changed the rifling in the barrel. Uh, it's not just polygonal. They still recommend uh, only... Coated bullets, no no uh, open exposed lead bullets. Uh, it has more. I personally think it's a hybrid of polygonal and the standard button rifling. Uh, very similar to something that Kevin and I know of from a company. You've gotten a product from uh, Federson. Yeah, the, using the, the, a the... single edge polygonal. Yeah, uh, it's a hybrid of both. Is what it looks like to me. That, that probably be... cuts down on the uh, the shaving with the lead rounds. Yeah, they're, with, they're with in the single side. They're yeah. basically trying to say that it makes it more accurate. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it's very similar to what uh, what Roberts did on the on the 256 mm-hmm. with the square rifling. Yeah, um, but that stuff's really hard to. I mean, it's right. it's a much more elaborate manufacturing process. Right. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and also it may be more accurate, but my current straight polygonal uh, handguns. Never, never been a problem for you. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they shoot as accurately as I can right. shoot. Yeah, but so. see, so I, 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 improved, improved rifling. Improved I've rifling. heard you can that. curve yeah. the bullet. Yeah, well, <laughs> sure you can curve the bullet. Uh, you have to heat it up enough, though. Um, yeah. All right, so we got the improved rifling. Uh, the the magwell is different. Yes, I saw that. They have a f- flared magwell. Okay. It's very minimal flaring, so right. it wouldn't interfere with uh, concealed carry. Yeah, it's but, not one of them giant, uh, yeah. you know, tactical or the shooting ones where no, it's got... It's, an, it's not yeah. a competition funnel. Right, right, it, right. It's flared slightly enough to aid in, in a tactical reload. Right, right. Uh, and then continuing with the magazine, uh, the magazine follower is enhanced. It's yep. now primarily it's a uh, high visibility orange. Yep. And they've in, uh, improved the base plate. It's enlarged yep. to give you a little bit more purchase. So if you ever do have to strip the magazine out, you've got a, a bigger right. notch or hook. And if you're doing it right, you're just dropping the mag as you're pulling it out or right. when you're hitting the mag release. It, right. it, it saves the life of the mag. Not that that's important during the fight. It's important afterwards when it's time to go buy a new mag. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah, one thing, don't get married to your magazine. Correct, correct. 
uh, biggest thing on it that everybody is going crazy for and the biggest demand for is they got rid of the finger grooves yeah. on the front of the uh, grip. Right. Um, in my hands, it felt okay. Uh, I'm one of the lucky ones that the finger grooves they have had on the Gen 3 and Gen 4 fit me. Right. You know, I didn't have any problems with it. But I, I liked them because I helped me index. Yeah. 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 And I, it's great. And this is, I think we all talked about this. I, my hands are a little larger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so for me, the finger little. grooves... The finger grooves. <laughs> you said little, right? Little, yeah, a little, yeah. little bit larger. My, baseball my, mitts for hands. My finger, know. the finger grooves get underneath, uh, you know, the first finger fits kind of, and then mm-hmm. everything else is under a knuckle. Yeah, right. It's, it's, right. It, it's really big stippling, yeah, stippling, yeah. stippling to him. Still got it wrong. Yeah. All that yeah. practice, yeah. still got it wrong. We, we worked on it. We <laughs> coached you and coached you. And you it's my still dame, messed up. It's my Dame Bramage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's my Dame Bramage. But it has the texture of the Gen 4. Yes, Gen 4, and it still retains the interchangeable back straps. If yes. you want to right. um, make the the grip larger, you right. can still you, do that. You can you can swap the mag release yep. to to be left hand dominant mm-hmm. rather than right hand dominant. Correct. And the slide release or slide lock, depending on your method, uh, is now ambidextrous. Uh, and then they've made a lot of changes. What I'm going to say under the hood. Um, let's see. They went back to a two pin from the three pin, uh, enhanced trigger spring assembly. Uh, redesigned the trigger mechanism housing. Uh, they've redesigned the frame under the trigger guard. They, they've cut it out a little bit to make, you know, that everybody, can, you know, in, in the Glock world, you've affectionately referred to as you've got Glock finger. I, myself personally, I had, I do have a little bit of a callus on, uh, the, the one finger that rides underneath the trigger frame. Right. You and haven't taken the sander to yours yet, huh? Oh, I have, <laughs> I have, but this built up before yeah. I did. Uh, let's see. It modified Comes the trigger pre-sanded bar. Then. Yeah. So really, a, a, a very nice, like nice upgrades. And I listen. I know that's a lot of things you just talked about. Mm-hmm. But here's what I know. I, it, it sits in the gun case, and I got to walk over and get six inches from it and go, oh, oh, it's it's a Gen Five. It says Gen yes, Five on it. Yes. Because you're not looking yes. at it. It's there's 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 so many tiny, mm-hmm. small oh, little, little differences, yes, subtle differences subtle. that you're not looking across going, what's that thing? You know, mm-hmm. that's still a Glock. It's still a Glock. Uh, our 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 buddy. Uh, Fluffy from Gear, oh, yeah. Gear yep, and Gun yep, Review, yep. he gave the t- uh, the term that best describes this new upgrade and improvement. While they may have put new tread on the wheel, Glock didn't reinvent the wheel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's very true. That's it's a they're great guns. I think right now it's only 19 and 17 that, that are that are out. Correct. Um, they'll be they'll be out more. It's a it, listen. It's a new gen from Glock. It, the price has gone up. Uh, you know, five percent something like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that's that's what you're gonna see. I think they're just a, like I said, a couple bucks more than the Gen Four. The Gen Threes are still available. Yep. Um, you know, and, and so it, it's a it's a great product, and and you're gonna you're gonna get to see it. Uh, you know, same, everywhere soon. Same Glock reliability. Yeah. And there's there's tons of people out there. Torture testing them, yep. you know, thousands and thousands of rounds through them, and guess what? No failures. Well, that's folks. That's the first hour. Stick around. We got more coming up for you. Uh, second hour, we're going to be uh, talking about some uh, some issues out of Wisconsin. We've got, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where we're going. I know we got uh, Major Bill talking about uh, a couple of items also. So please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready, and if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. See you next hour. the word bullpup. Maybe you'll be impressed with 11 innovations, like our patented downward shell ejection. 
But in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it'll make you a believer. The Caltech RDB, the bullpup done right. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issues? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios, with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with these guys right now. Call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, my name is Mike. Welcome back to the program. This is the the second hour. Uh, I've got I've got to go around the room. I have to I have to introduce you to all the all the goodness and wholesome people here in the room with me. And you know what? I'm just going to introduce the regular guys. Uh, on my right, the right hand man, the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corbett, approved memos, lead a workshop. Yeah, goodness and wholesome, that, that's a new one. Uh, you know, I was thinking of something else. <laughs> I, was th- I was thinking of something else. Um, 
Uh, on on my left, the legal ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank there you, was sir. a time. There was a time when I was good and wholesome. Before you were talking and, and walking, I bet somewhere somewhere back around then. It would be in a sandy place. I'm betting I stopped because being rocks good. were still new. I stopped being good and wholesome probably about five. Five minutes ago. <laughs> man hit my dog. <laughs> and it's the first time ever went after somebody with a stick. Ah. And that, that dog and I. Was that a bang stick, by the way? No, it was a baseball bat. <laughs> it, was a, it was a little oh, tiny okay. wooden bat. And okay. he and I and my dog had a real going at it. Did and you? he never came in our neighborhood again. That's good. He lived next door. But okay. never <laughs> came in our neighborhood again. Yeah, never came back again. Never came back again. I was very angry at him. Oh, I bet. I bet. Yeah. What was the dog's name? Tickles. Tickles the dog. What kind of dog? German Shepherd hybrid. Wh- hybrid with what? With I, the, another with dog. A 40 milli- <laughs> yeah, another dog. 40, 40 watt plasma rifle. Just what you see in the case. <laughs> it was right? a laser Just dog. It was a case. laser dog. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a dog could shoot lasers out of its eyes. Pew, 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 pew. Freaking laser beams. <laughs> uh, hey, I had an experience this week that uh, I believe I shared with you two gentlemen in the room, and now I want to share with everybody else where I had an uh, encounter with law enforcement. Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> you did. And uh, first off, it's this, I'm going to preface this with this is a good story. Yes, um, there was this, no gunfire. Uh, no, no, well, this law enforcement officer was, was very professional. Um, uh, she, she knew her stuff, and I was thoroughly impressed with that to the point where I, I made sure I wrote a letter to her boss, the, 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 the high sheriff. So, uh, so, high he, sheriff. So, so he knew also, but... Uh, what had happened was, oh boy. Uh, let me See, let me start by saying this because you know usually when these conversations start out it's well don't do something wrong and you won't get stopped. Okay. Um, yeah. Not too long ago my truck got hit in a parking lot and a bumper got pushed in and it clipped the wires for the tail for the tail lights. Not the tail lights. The, the tag light. light. The tag. The tag, oh, tag, the tag light. light. So the tag light. And you haven't gotten it fixed yet. Have I have you? not. I have not. I've uh, been taking care of some things and uh, I've actually contemplated doing what I've seen other people do. There was a gentleman when I was working patrol who worked the night shift, and evidently he got stopped all the time because they worked in a warehouse, uh-huh. and it wasn't in the best part of town. Okay. And every time he left, the police would stop him because they saw his vehicle in the neighborhood. Right. Well, he never had time. He'd sleep during the day, and he never went and got his tag light fixed. Mm-hmm. Finally, before he would leave every night, he'd go tape a flashlight to the bumper <laughs> and, and aim it at the tag just so he could get home. Huh? And when he gets his days yeah. off, he'll, he'll, get it, he'll get it taken care of. Uh, was something similar. Those little of, closet lights, you can press them on. and yeah, light exactly, it. He, exactly. He's got one of those taped to the tailgate of his truck now. Uh, it's so a two-sided stick on, you know. I was working late, and I come out of the uh, our warehouse area and put it got, it got in my vehicle, and my tag was out. And, it's, and the deputies always sit in the same spot, and, and it's wonderful that they do. They sit close by and pulled in behind me, and as soon as they pulled in behind me, I'm like, oh, that stupid tag light. I've got to get that fixed. Uh, and got pulled over. And the deputy called me, you know, please step out of your vehicle. Now there's a couple different techniques for those of you that are in law enforcement. You know what I'm talking about. Those not, they, they may want you to stay in the car. They may want you to come out. It's just based on their uh, perception of, of the situation and what they think is best for you and them. This this deputy, she asked, step out of the vehicle. So it's night. This is uh, mm-hmm. 1030 at night. Okay. I step out. Uh, come on back here. They're standing back by their vehicle. She's standing back by her vehicle. All the lights in the world are on, so I can't see her. She's keeping that tactical advantage, which... Is wonderful, mm-hmm. and I I walk back to her, and she says, uh, uh, "How you doing? I need to see your driver's license." I said, uh, "No problem." Uh, before I reach for my driver's license, I want you to know that I'm armed legally. Mm-hmm. You know, I better throw that in there. Otherwise, it's you know, what's going on here? And she said, "Oh, okay." Uh, and we're about six feet apart. And she said, "Where where are you armed?" 
and I, I point to one spot. <laughs> Here's my guns. Yeah, I flex now. Um, I point to about the appendix yeah, everybody, area. Everybody, that's what Earl did, but he forgot to mention the fact that I'm doing most muscular pose. Yes. yes. Uh, I pointed to appendix area right side, and my, my license is in a cargo pocket on the left side, in a, in a, in a cargo pocket. And I said, uh, right over here. And she went, okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, go ahead and let you get your driver's license. I said, well, there's... But wait, yeah, there's more. <laughs> that's not the only spot. And she went, what? And I go, well, there's another another one over here. And pointed down into my, my pocket uh, on the right side. And she went, okay, all right. Um, any more? <laughs> and she said, kind of half laughing. And I was like, yeah. Since actually, you asked. Um, <laughs> Back over here on the left side, or about 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 kidney kidney spot, and she said and she she went, okay, um, or any, I'm just curious, any reason you carry three guns? And I used a Kevin line. I said, I hate reloading, I really do. <laughs> well, she, you are from New York, aren't you? Yes, I, I am. That's, that is the <laughs> definition of a New York reload. And, and, and I said, uh, as some match directors in the Central Florida area will tell you. Kevin's from New York when it comes to changing shotguns. Yeah. And she said, uh, uh, you know, uh, me too. I noticed you have your, your combat action badge license plate, which is one of the specialty plates where we live. And, and she said, I've got mine too. Reloading sucks. Uh, <laughs> and I said, yeah, tell me about it. And at that point, I'd, I'd had my license in my hand going to, to hand it to her. And she went, hey, you know what? Just, just get your tag like fixed. Have a good night. Uh, and <laughs> And I left, and I said, "All right, you know, stay safe." She goes, "What do I have to worry about? You're out here." <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling you. <laughs> and and that was it. But 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 the reason I bring this up, is, you know, the one thing she didn't do, she we didn't have a dialogue about the Second Amendment. We didn't have mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't teach a lesson. She didn't she didn't judge. She didn't she kept the the tactics uh you know on on the forefront. She asked the proper questions. Mm-hmm. Her spacing was mm-hmm. great. It was night. Uh, it was uh, you know she she did everything she wanted to. And my letter to their to their sheriff consisted of, uh, thank you for hiring a veteran, thank you for hiring a combat veteran, thank you for putting them out here, thank you for giving them the nerves of steel and not to be rattled by anything. And you know, this she was professional and and tactically sound at the same time. And uh, it, it 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 was refreshing uh, to not have to have the the what if game with the Second Amendment. But, but you didn't not say the, the, the point I'm of not debate. driving. I'm traveling. No, and no, I have no. the right to travel. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. You, 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 you oh be professional. Everything else. She actually asked me at one point, any other vehicles? I go, and I kind of looked at the truck. I'm like, well, I mean, I am. I do have my truck with me. And she, she, she just <laughs> laughed. She just, she just laughed. And it's like, I don't I mean, want to know. I tell you, it was, it was like meeting, know. um, it was like meeting an, uh, uh, an army combat buddy for the first time, is what mm-hmm. it was like. Somebody, somebody that I knew, there'd been a shared experience. And, and again, I thank the sheriff for not being one of the guys like we talked about with Colonel West, that, uh, that. That said, veterans are bad people. So stick around, folks. Listen, we got more program coming up for you. Uh, we get back. Uh, we're gonna go, we're gonna go back to Kevin with the with the little legal uh, issues. Geltex Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, 
curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation, performance, Caltech. See more at caltechweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. It's the off. Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? 
can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Radio. Arms Room Radio. There you go. Coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Hey, don't forget to join us. Uh, it's coming up. It's coming up end, end of the month, beginning of the next month. It's right there on the weekend where both uh, dates or months are shared there on one weekend at the Gun Rights Policy Conference. Come meet national gun rights leaders and your fellow grassroots activists at the 32nd Annual Gun Rights Policy Conference in Dallas, Texas, September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. That's <coughs> September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. This is your once-a-year chance to network, get an insider look, and plan pro-gun rights strategies for the coming year. Always a great event. Always good people and all willing to talk to you all the time. So it's a, it's really, really a special event. So come on out. If you're in the Dallas area, if you're not in the Dallas area, make the trip. Make the trip. Come on over and see us. Hey, uh, I, I led you off last segment. We were talking about uh, some legal updates. We're going to get Kevin in here with us. This is talking about the story out of Minnesota. This one is, this one's got a couple of really good, uh, good points to it that I, I, I want to go over here. Um, I, I'm sorry, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. I Wisconsin? said Wisconsin. I said, you know, I got the butt kicked out of me in Wisconsin one time. We zip in, we zip out. <laughs> it's like going into Czechoslovakia. <laughs> we zip in, we zip out. Yep. So little stripes <laughs> references there, folks. Little I, stripes references. I, I got the stuff and beat out of me in Czechoslovakia one time. <laughs> <laughs> she was a harbor chick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, prosecutors dismiss driving while armed case against trucker. Now, Driving while armed—that's uh, that's new. It's not like grilling, like armed. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I, you know, I, live, live I for, do that all the time. Every place I've lived recently, the the driving in the in the south, uh, driving while armed is just—I think that's that's like X in the math problem. It's a it's a given. You know, you're if you're <laughs> you're down here, you're you're, you're driving while armed. You know, and this is a a case that might have clarified whether you can drive while armed in Wisconsin was dismissed this past Monday, the day it was scheduled for trial. Kevin, a lot of dismissals happen the day of trial. Not by the state attorney's office. <laughs> they they usually Oops. have figured out they're not going to waste their time before that. Right, right. Uh, um, the issue is whether you can drive with a loaded handgun within reach, even without having a concealed carry permit. Now, folks, before we get any further into this, we're talking about Wisconsin. If you're not in Wisconsin, the, remember, this, these this, laws may not it, necessarily apply to you. Don't freak yeah. this, out. Is, this is applying Wisconsin law to a Wisconsin arrest. Yeah. So don't... If you're in uh, New York, California, you know, you know, wherever you are, Minnesota. make sure you check your state laws where you are because this we're talking about laws out of Wisconsin. Uh, Guy Smith, a 52-year-old commercial truck driver from Merrill, believes, as done a gun rights organization, that you can carry that loaded handgun even without a permit inside your vehicle. That's why he said he made no effort to hide his revolver when inspectors entered his big rig at a way station at Pleasant Prairie in June 2016. Uh, Inspectors saw it on the floor of his cab via an overhead camera, then approached Smith and cited him for carrying a concealed weapon, a misdemeanor, and seized his guns. Okay, Uh, who wants to start? Who wants to start with with the tearing apart of the last couple sentences there? Well, the overhead camera is an issue. That's an awful big handgun. Well, you you know, an so, overhead camera. Man. This is going to be one of those uh, those mechanical, you know, boom cameras. You know, it's right. a little, little a scope camera, and they rather than have to step up on top. And I'm sure there's liability issue. Rather than the guys have to step up and down on the big rig, they they use the camera and they, they sweep they around and they inside. take a look. Yeah. 
because they're looking for contraband. Correct, correct. Or people that shouldn't be in the cab of the truck. Correct. Um, um, is it a concealed weapon? Here's, here's one of the other red flags for me. Is it a concealed weapon if it's laying on the floor? Well, it's inside a holster, so you can't see the whole thing. <laughs> okay, so it's con- all right. Part okay. of it's concealed. Okay, all right. Um, th- that was Remember, one... they're a truck inspector. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, but these are, and I'm going to go with commercial vehicle law enforcement, commercial motor vehicle law enforcement. Uh, uh, you know, DOT? Yeah, the, whatever their state department of transportation would be called. Yeah, or commercial motor carrier compliance, or whatever it happens uh, to be, wherever they are. Guys that drive around with the scales in their car. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. I, I, I got scared with that. Uh, Smith was represented by John Monroe. We've met Mr. Monroe before. He's a Georgia-based attorney who successfully defended many gun rights advocates, including those charged with openly carrying guns before Wisconsin's passage of Act 35 which allowed for concealed carry without a license. Let me say that again. Before Wisconsin's passage of Act 35, which allowed for concealed carry without a license. Organization Wisconsin Carry Inc. was paying for Smith's defense because it thought it might eliminate some law enforcement confusion about the statutes. See, that's something you should never have to do. <laughs> right. You should. Somebody should have trained the local law enforcement on, here's the change of the law, stop arresting people for what isn't illegal anymore. Every year... Any states that I've ever visited, worked, or trained with in law enforcement, you get your annual, annual statute book. Now, it's a very condensed statute book dealing with the criminal statutes and traffic statutes, Kevin, unlike the the volumes that you have to deal with on, on every bit of law that comes through, whether it's criminal, civil, you know, no matter what it is. Cops have the abridged version for things that they deal with. And it has, you know, good practices stuff in it that, it, by exactly the way, right. is not statutory, but it's in their version of the statute book. It's exactly what it has. In the beginning, it has the the the, the guidelines what right. to do. Not the not the agency SOPs, but the legal guidelines That's that should great. be followed. So they're more of a guideline, huh? Yeah, cor- correct. They're more code. of a guideline. Yeah, no, not a code, not a code, <laughs> not a regulation, not a rule, uh, a guideline. The, the charge had never been filed because in 2004, 2011, the legislature changed the law to allow handguns in cars to be unencased and loaded. This is what uh, Attorney John Monroe said this past week. Carrying a concealed weapon is no longer a crime applicable to handguns in vehicles. Actually, what the statute says is that no person may place, possess, or transport a firearm, bow, or crossbow in or on a vehicle unless one of the following applies. Colon. One, the firearm is unloaded or is a handgun. And listen, I could see the intent on this right away was... uh, we don't want there to be loaded guns banging around in the vehicle, unless it's your concealed carry gun that you're allowed to carry, you know, by, by uh, the your Second handgun. Amendment. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we don't want shotguns and everything else laying around in the back. We don't want a loaded crossbow back there. Yeah, see, but, that would just be a bad idea. Yeah. You're yeah, going to end yeah. up with a hole in your car. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so they said, yeah, listen, all that's bad, except, of course, you know, your, your personal defense weapon, which you're allowed to carry under the Constitution of the state and of, uh, of the U.S. Constitution, so. We're, Mr. Monroe said, we're pleased that the state came to its senses before wasting the taxpayers' money on the trial. Even if the state did not afford us the courtesy of telling us it would dismiss the case before we prepared for a trial and traveled to Wisconsin. Now, this was, uh, if I re- if recall, this was about a year old. This was this was not well, they, something they'd new. They'd gone to trial on, on one other day, and that's the day that state asked for a continuance so they could prepare more because they didn't think that you were actually going to point to the statute as a defense <laughs> for why I couldn't arrest you. And they went, oh, I'm sorry, they're going to use the law of our state as a defense? Yeah, we're going to need some more time. Dang it. You know, that's what somebody who did not do their homework before the day of the trial. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you would think, again, I understand with law enforcement, they're not lawyers. Don't pretend to be and shouldn't pretend to be. And they get their legal guidelines. Perhaps you get an agency where you've missed your legal guidelines three years in a row. Bad on you, bad on your agency. But the state attorney? The state yeah, attorney he, doesn't know the new law? He probably should have had somebody in his office review the case, <laughs> figure out what evidence was going to be presented, and what statute he was prosecuting this person under so that he could read the elements of the crime <laughs> yeah. in order to determine what the jury instructions would be. Not criticizing, just saying. Just saying. The oh, first thing I do saying, when, you're gonna con- when I'm going to have to defend somebody is I go look at the elements of the crime and the jury instructions already established by the Supreme Court for what you can tell the jury is or isn't a crime. Mm-hmm. I would have read those before the day of the trial because <laughs> that would make a great way for me to make a defense. You can't arrest him for what he didn't do wrong. Well, we don't like it. That's not a crime. <laughs> the this assistant state attorney back at this November hearing said, uh, listen, uh, Mr. Smith, the trucker, he could have easily gone and gotten a concealed carry permit. Yes, he could have been a woman. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. He could have easily well, gone and had a sex change operation, and then we wouldn't be here for this. A lot, lot of What's ifs. that got to do with anything? They, he, he could be blue. He said, yeah, he, he could have easily gotten a concealed carry permit. And Mr. Smith said at the hearing, uh, I, I didn't get one because I don't need one. The law says I don't need one. Now, if he wanted to leave the state and... Go to another state because remember it's constitutional carry versus non-constitutional carry. He'd have to have that permit to go into a different state with it. You know, if you're one of those states that doesn't require a permit, he was not required to have a permit. He was in in, in Wisconsin. He said, "I'm not going to get another one because it's a fee and it's a it's a tax and there's no need for me to do it." And so he didn't do it. He said, "I'm just a trucker trying. Excuse me, I'm just a trucker trying to stay alive. I want my gun back and I don't want a record and I'm not paying a fine. I didn't do anything wrong." That's a, that's, I think that's a pretty affirmative defense right there. It, 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 <laughs> it is. It is. But you know what he didn't do? What's that? He didn't make a sworn statement to law enforcement <laughs> when they took him into custody. Yeah, yeah, that's a... Uh... Not to go back and stand on my soapbox again. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Hey, uh, we got uh, Major Bill coming up on the program with us next. Stick around. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Celtic Studio. See you after the break. Cracked sidewalks and parking areas are a liability. Lawsuits are filed daily over trip and falls. Repair your sidewalk, driveway, or parking lot with Seal Coat Florida. Make your concrete or asphalt look new again. Seal Coat Florida patches, stripes, and resurfaces parking lots, walkways, and driveways. Seal Coat Florida has free estimates, flexible work schedules, and professional service. Call Seal Coat Florida at 321-385-SCFL. Online at sealcoatflorida.com. Seal Coat Florida, a proud sponsor of the Second Amendment and Arms Room Radio. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you or to check 
check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on Gun Tech USA parts. Gun Tech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. Gun Tech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. Hey everybody, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. This is Kevin with Arms Room Radio. Need a lawyer? Need a gun? Need some legal advice? This is Earl with Arms Room Radio. You need some knowledge about firearms? Guess where you look. Make sure you check us out this week on Arms Room Radio, or you can check us out anytime at armsroomradio.com. If you miss it, you will never forgive yourself. Well, you might forgive yourself. Tune in to Arms Room Radio every Sunday night from 8 to 10 on News Radio 1025 WFLA. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Staff Sergeant Delmar White died September 2nd, 2007, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. White, 37, of Wallens, Kentucky, was assigned to the 2nd Battalion, 138th Field Artillery, Kentucky Army National Guard. He was killed in action in Baghdad of wounds sustained from an improvised explosive device. He had been in Iraq for less than one month when he was killed. White died doing what he loved, said his wife. He went out a hero. He was a hero before he went to Iraq in my book. White, who had previously served in the Marines, was a veteran of Operation Desert Storm. He is survived by his wife, Michelle, their two children, his stepmother, Hazel White, and a brother, Robbie Christopher. Army Staff Sergeant Delmar White, you are not forgotten. If you have any legal issue for which you would like to seek advice, feel free to give me a call, 407-480-2179, or any time on the cell at 407-467-4960. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the segment, folks. Anyone out there you'd like to hear on the Fallen Heroes segment, any public servant that, that gave their life and sacrifice to their community, state, country just let us know get a hold of us at uh, armsroomradio.com there's a there's a bunch of ways to get a hold of us there and we'd be honored to do the segment on them hey uh joining us on the line we have a major bill major bill is the chief law enforcement officer of arms room radio major bill welcome back to the program sir we're doing good sir we're doing good how are things out there in the world of law enforcement been for you the past week uh, you know, it's always busy. Uh, school is back in session. So uh, I'd like to remind everybody that, you know, be careful out there. Watch for stop school buses. Don't pass them. Uh, you might uh, might get a uh, invitation from one of our friendly motormen to uh, join him in court as to explain why he did something like that. But, you know, it's, it's always safety first for our children. 
uh, let's all be careful out there while we're driving in the school zone so we get used to that going going on again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Listen, uh, and, and my, my tip to add on to that would be when you're passing the school bus, well, first off, you shouldn't be passing the school bus. If you're going the opposite way and the school bus is stopped, unless there's a physical barrier, an actual barrier of raised above-ground barrier, you should be stopping also in the opposite direction. Uh, not just painted lines on the ground, an actual physical above-ground barrier. Unless that's there, yeah, that's you should great. be stopping. And a median? Wherever, I don't know what it is where physical anywhere above else, ground. but here in Florida, it has to be a, uh, a five-foot-wide uh, median. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yep. the roadway. Yep, and, and actually, not not a painted median, a median no. grass divot, you know, yeah, grass, yeah, yeah, a yeah. swale, a swale, exactly, yeah, yeah, a concrete abutment, a bu- yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. Uh, so, uh, so major, you've got you've got some stories there for us. Uh, let's see, let's see, what we can get to today. We uh, what what uh, would you have to us for today in the world of law enforcement? Uh, well, you know, let's uh, let's jump on Google Earth. We're not going to go far. Uh, we'll go over to uh, Punta Gorda. Uh, more news out of Punta Oof. Gorda. Oh, the tragedy there. Okay, yeah. I know where we're going. Okay, all right, go yeah. ahead. You know, there, there's always fallout. Yeah. Um, the last time we talked about this, uh, we talked about that uh, Chief Tom Lewis uh, was acquitted in his criminal trial right. uh, in reference to the uh, shooting of uh, Mary Nols- uh, Knowlton uh, out there during the Citizens, uh, I don't know if it was the Citizens Police Academy or, or or what have you, but during that training that they had out there, right. uh, where she tragically lost her life during a training accident. Correct. Uh, but, again, the fallout from this was that the internal affairs investigation was completed, uh, and based on that internal affairs uh, investigation, the city manager, uh, Howard uh, uh, Koenig, gave uh, Chief Lewis the opportunity to uh, go ahead and uh, resign or retire, separate from the agency on his own. Yeah, and just uh, for for those that are that join it, this was the, the like 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 Major Bill said, this was the Citizens Police Academy or Citizens Review or one day's worth of training, and they were showing law, you know these the the community uh, members how law enforcement deals with certain things. This was a 73 year old woman, 73 72 73 year old retired librarian, Mary Knowlton. She was there. They did were doing a little force on force scenario. Somebody didn't know the difference between blanks. And wad cutters and a gun, and she took two rounds uh, and, and was and was killed. It was a tragic accident. Now the chief was not there and was not present. I want to say that, and because I'm sure Kevin will take us in a little vicarious liability at some point. But that and that's and then he was found not guilty at his trial for. I didn't charge him with culpable negligence. I think it was was it culpable yeah. negligence they charged him with. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. And, so, and uh, that's almost impossible to prove if he wasn't present. Correct. Correct. But. Uh, ask OJ what happens if there's a civil proceeding. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. this this is this is a this is an internal affairs right. administrative proceeding, and they said, do you want to say bye or do you want us to say bye? And he elected not to say bye, so they said bye for him. Right. Yeah. Right. He said he'd, he'd what, what he would take a demotion or something, which is sounded yeah, sounds what, weird what, for a what chief. He, what he said in in his uh, in his discussion with the city manager was, hey, um, you know I. Could I possibly stay on as a road lieutenant? Uh, and the city manager, this was on this was on a Friday, and the city manager said, "Well, you know, let me think about it over the weekend. Uh, you know, let me put the head to the pillow and sleep on it, uh, so to say." Right. And uh, came back Monday and said, "Look, I, you know, in good conscience, um, I can't do that. I can't have you there as the former chief. Right. Now, as a lieutenant, which is you know, a position of authority within the department, uh, when I have a new chief come in." 
uh, that's going to direct, you know, that you, you may get that direct conflict in, in leadership. And when you, when you have a situation like this, you want to bring in new leadership, you want to go into a new direction. And having the old chief there uh, would definitely uh, pose, pose a problem. Yeah, you know, listen, if this uh, had been NYPD and they were going to demote him from, you know, deputy chief to lieutenant and transfer him two boroughs and three hours away into another precinct, yeah, that might have worked, but not in a department of this size, you know? No, no, it's not going to work, especially, you know, it, it is a, a small agency, so right. therefore that position carries a lot of weight with it. Right. Uh, so you just can't have a new chief come in and want to change the direction, and you have that possibility of, of, of a conflict or, you know, uh, issues that are going to rise. Well, that's not the way that I did it. Well, you're not the chief anymore. Right, right. Uh, so... You know, they called him and said, look, we can't do this. Um, and for whatever reason, he said, well, I'm not resigning. Yeah. And he said, okay, well, we'll give you we'll give you some time to think about your decision. Uh, that, that's and that's a... usually when that bright light, that you, you look to your left or your right, you just can't quite catch it. We call that the career dissipation light. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And that was flashing kind of bright. Right. Um, yeah, Bill, Bill and Mike and I will appreciate that because I've I've represented people that work for law enforcement that are given the, you know, resign or be prosecuted speech. You, you can give up a lot of banked hours if you get terminated pending. And the way they would have changed this is he resigned during a pending investigation rather than he resigned. We fired him as a result of the investigation. Yeah. You don't lose your accreditation. You don't lose your banked hours. You know, you, you I've had guys that have got 2000 banked hours that they've got coming to them in unpaid overtime, that they're going to walk away with a check for that amount of money. He he laid that all on the table and lost it. You know, but yeah. I also get the other side of the story, the flip side of, uh, you, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong. Uh, you, you do the work. Do the legwork. I'm not you know, you're not the easy way, and I'm going to make you prove that I did wrong. And then, guess what? I'm going to have everything that you tell for me and my attorney later when we come back at you. Uh, well, that's the problem is they don't have to give him a reason. Right. They can just say, yeah, because he's know a what? chief and he's going to be a contractor we, and at will probably. We, guy. Yeah, we yeah. don't want you to work here anymore. Right. Well, why not? Because right. uh, no, no wrongful termination action. When, I, when I looked through this so. one, when I looked through this one and I saw, and Bill, I don't know if you saw this also, the uh, evidently when he was on trial, and this is why this is two, three months later, when he was on trial, he 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 threw uh, he dropped every dime and threw everybody under the bus that ever worked at that agency, and it was the reason it wasn't his fault. Oh yeah, there's there's the whole you know well not me this yeah. this was this was a pre-existing condition yeah well it doesn't matter you're the chief that's right and right. you know going back to Harry Truman I'm sorry but the buck stops here yeah you became chief it's like when you know you become a, you, know, you take over as a company commander of a unit yep you know you submit that letter and I at this date this time I I am in command you own everything good and bad and if you fail to address those issues. Sorry, you're not going to blame it on anybody else. You yeah. accepted that responsibility when you took the position. This guy didn't come in a month ago and is still going through the paper review and the file review. He'd been there a couple of years and he'd set the he'd set the command climate. So, yes. You know, uh, now I, what they did find in the internal affairs was that you know the police safety protocols were followed to the T when it was officer training. Correct. Yeah, just but, not when it was involved in the civilians. Right. Yeah. Bill, uh, thank you for joining us again. And please, sir, please be safe down there. Absolutely, to all my brothers and sisters in blue. Wear your seatbelt, wear your vest, always watch your six go home at the end of your shift. Arms are ready to come to you live from the Caltech Studios. The guys will see you right after the break.
This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter. At work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Caltech Studios. Got a question for the guys? You can call, tweet, email, or message them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Caltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, our friends, our good friends out at GunTech USA are having a Labor Day weekend special. If you're a dealer or a business owner, go to GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. And you can get 15% off your total order this weekend. I actually think it's going through like a Tuesday because of the holiday weekend. They want to make sure everybody gets in. Use code GT. That's GT for GunTech. 
GT15. That's GT15 for 15% off the best AR-15, AR-10, AK-47, and shotgun accessories you'll find anywhere. What What's that you say? You're not a dealer? No worries. Go over to their partners, to their premier dealership, tacticaltransition.com. That's tacticaltransition.com. You get the same discount, 15% off of all of GunTech USA's products using the code TT for Tactical Transition 1-5. So go to GunTechUSA.com, use GT15. And if you're on the civilian market, go to TacticalTransition.com for TT. Tango Tango 1-5. Uh, yeah, here we are, but uh, last, last segment of the show again. You know, it all, all the time. I need, we need more time. Quickest quickest two hours of the day, right here. Right the week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Although it's uh, when I'm trying to get my daughter to school on time. And, uh, and that traffic backs up in front of me because there's a guy across the highway changing a tire. That time goes pretty quick, too. Right there. Right there. Hey, I w- told you there was a story out of New York with some uh, shenanigans. I call it shenanigans. I think we'll call it shenanigans. shenanigans. Uh, and, it, and it's not New York. I made a mistake. It, it, this Wrong happened in, side of the country. This happened. No, it's the right side, just not, not further up enough. Um, it, it was in Wood, uh, Woodlawn, Maryland. Okay. I saw Woodlawn, and I immediately assumed. I assumed. Oh, uh, uh, you the, assumed the Woodlawn in uh, in in New York, uh, because that's uh, it. This sounded like a story coming out of there. No joke. Robbers walk into a bar full of off-duty cops <laughs> and decide this looks like a good place to take off. That that sounds like a Glock commercial that Ermy would uh-huh, be in, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Joseph McInnes the third, twenty-one. And 22-year-old Tyree McCoy robbed a Maryland bar filled with dozens of off-duty officers there for a cop retirement party. It's not even like this. Not even like there's four or five. This is their regular hangout. This is the whole back rooms. All of them. They got they got a cop retirement party. And, and you know, there's some marked patrol cars parked in that parking lot. You know, that's what they drive home. You know, that's. Yeah. That's why I nominate nominate these two for the Darwin Award. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, you still know what? They I didn't die. They're, 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 they're <laughs> they honorable won. mentions. Yeah. yeah, they're honorable mentions. Honorable exactly mentions. right. They 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 get a runner-up plaque. <laughs> the armed crooks entered the takeout portion of Monahan's Pub in Woodlawn on Tuesday night and held up an employee at gunpoint before running off with an undisclosed amount of cash. Police said, according to the news outlet, at the time. The person who had been behind the counter knew there was a retirement party for a police officer happening. So they went into the other portion of the of the restaurant and alerted the officers to the fact that they'd just been involved in an armed robbery. I could just see this guy. This guy getting robbed, going, <laughs> you, you, you're going to rob us. You're, you're pulling that gun on us. You, you, you don't know who's in the oh, other room, man. do you? Here you go. Here's the cash. Here you go. It's, 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 like, it's like pointing a gun at Donk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't shoot him, you'll just make him mad. Uh, off-duty officers at the shindig quickly ran out and took the men into custody. Yeah, it looks like one of them fell down a flight of several stairs times. <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah, there's some there's some pictures here. Off a five-story uh, building. In fact, uh, we'll get this one linked up on the old on the old Facebook page so you can see the photos here. This is this is worthy of it. They you were know, charged. Maybe he with, walked in like this. Yeah, maybe. Maybe maybe, he, maybe, maybe that's why he didn't see the cops in there. That's right. Because half he, his face was trolling shut. Yeah, that's right. You know, that's, uh, they were charged with armed robbery and possession of a handgun. Were being held without bail at the Baltimore County Detention Center, according to the report. I'm sure they weren't planning on there being a large room filled with police officers. Uh, looking at this photo, reminded me of another story we've done. It's probably been a while since we've done it, and I, and I pulled it up because I wanted to go over it here. Uh, 
this one does a does a much better description of what this photo in front of us in Maryland shows. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this story. This story is from, uh, if I recall, about about three years ago. This is in Augusta, Georgia. Orville Smith, a store manager for the Best Buy in Augusta, Georgia, told police that he observed a male customer later identified, and I'm not giving you his name now because it's probably over with. Uh, he's probably released from supervision at this point, so uh, I'm going I'm to spare him that. Uh, on surveillance cameras, he saw this male on surveillance cameras putting a laptop computer under his jacket. Jacket, you say? Augusta, Georgia, you say? Well, it was, it was late, and it was December. It was around December. When confronted, the man became irate, knocked down an employee, drew a knife, and ran for the door. Okay, all right. Outside on the sidewalk were four Marines collecting toys for tots, for the <laughs> Toys for classic. Tots program. I love this one. How <laughs> quit it. Smith said the Marines stopped the man, but he stabbed one of the Marines. Corporal Philip Duggan in the back. That was the Marine that got stabbed. The injury did not appear to be severe. After police and an ambulance arrived at the scene, Corporal Duggan was transported for treatment. The suspect was also transported to the local hospital for treatment with two broken arms, a broken ankle, a broken leg, several missing teeth, possible broken ribs, multiple contusions, assorted lacerations, a broken nose, and a broken jaw. Injuries he has he sustained when he slipped and fell off the curb after stabbing the Marine, according to the police report. <laughs> Those curbs are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, this is like an eight-foot curb. You uh-huh. know, this guy fell uh-huh. over and over and over again from this curb. But uh, that's that's the picture. This picture here of this young man could be <laughs> that picture <laughs> match that man there. I, I just posted a link to it in, uh, on our Facebook page, so and it pulled up photos. You can see classic, you know, one, one eye swollen closed and <laughs> bloody nose. Yeah. And, so, yeah, I could just imagine this one, we, when we talked about this in the past, this one at the Best Buy, you, you, you come out and you, the Marines say, hey, what's going on? And you, you, you stab a Marine, and, uh, and the Marine was okay, so I'm guessing it was not a you know a, a major penetrating wound. But, uh, you know, these are... Well, okay, they these can are be four, thick. Yeah, these are four <laughs> Marine Reserves. We're, we're talking four or five years ago this story happened, so odds are at least half of them are going to be combat veterans, if not multiple deployments, mm-hmm. and... Uh, you know, and here they are uh, gathered for the holidays, and you want to come out and pull that kind of nonsense? Yeah, that's that's like getting in a fight with the law enforcement officers, and the guy still in the car is yelling, "Stop resisting!" Yeah, yeah. yeah you're you're <laughs> in for just a yeah. thumping. Yep. That's a thumping. You're gonna, yeah. You know what? You can't go limp enough, fast enough, not to take a whooping. Some tu- some stupid tax is going to that's be right. paid. That's, that's right. That's right. Yep. 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 Stupid tax. Now, 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 Kevin, I'm sure these Marines talk to the officers. Uh, want to bet? <laughs> they were not accused of anything. They were not uh, under you, investigation you, you for wanna, anything. You want to bet? They stabbed my buddy, and then he fell down. Yeah, exactly they right. sta- He oh, stabbed yeah. my buddy, and then oh, yeah. fell down. Yeah. It was all the blood what, made it slippery, and he fell down. What happened here? Uh, he, he slipped off the curb and fell down. Uh-huh. He, he slipped, sir. 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 Yeah, sir. absolutely right. Yeah. So that uh, that that worked out worked out well for the establishment over at uh, Monahan's Pub, that, uh, you know, or Monahan's Bar in, in, in Maryland, because... They were alert enough to realize. You, you know what really happened to that guy, right? And and it, some soccer mom in her minivan saw what he did, and she ran over him. Oh, R- no, don't <laughs> use the car. Don't use the car. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> hey, hey, some girl in North Carolina got her purse snatched, and she caught him because she's like eight months pregnant and knew she couldn't outrun him, so she hopped in her SUV. She caught him, 
and she really caught him yeah. with the thump, 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 thump. Yeah. yeah. I got him pinned down. What? Aren't you pregnant? Well, I, the car's on. <laughs> He's <laughs> under the tire. I'm, yeah. I'm not on him. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> I want to be her lawyer so bad. You just don't know. I almost went and took the, new, the North Carolina bar exam just so I could represent her. <laughs> that's a... Uh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, hey, listen, I want to thank uh, everybody that came on the show today. Major Bill always joins us on the, uh, the program here, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer. Uh, of course, we have to thank Colonel West uh, for, for coming on the program. You know, I, I'm sure at some point we're gonna, we'll be back with him. We talked about getting together at Next NRA show. We're going to try and work out an event before then where we, uh, where hopefully we can we can link up with the, with the good Colonel. Um, Hey, don't forget to check out uh, our, our, our good friends at GunTech USA. they got the sale going on this weekend. TacticalTransition.com also has their sale going on this weekend. Uh, Hometown Heroes Alliance, please, please check them out. That's HometownHeroesAlliance.org. Uh, they, uh, they need help for all, all the tragedy that's going on in law enforcement, including we just had another law enforcement officer die out there in, uh, in Houston at the... Uh, after the hurricane, uh, d- drowned in his vehicle. Vehicle yeah. d- went. He had just rescued some people mm-hmm. and drove off, went the wrong way, and ended up underwater and couldn't get out of the vehicle. A 30-year veteran, something yeah. like that. Another, yeah, another, another tragedy. Another, another tragedy. So please look at, uh, at, 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 at contributing to the families and uh, the wounded uh, first responders out there. But uh, listen, we'll see you again here next week on the program. Until then, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel and don't be caught dead in a gun-free zone. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 